Hello, my name is Roderick Caesar III, and I'm the senior pastor of Bethel Gospel Tabernacle. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. I hope that you are encouraged, challenged, and inspired by this message. Most of all, I pray that you would hear from God today and that your faith would be strengthened. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy the word. God bless. Praise the Lord. Anguish from Matthew chapter 27, verses 45 to 46. I'll read Matthew 27, verses 45 to 46. In the New King James Version, it says, Now from the sixth hour until the ninth hour, there was darkness over all the land. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama se bachtani. That is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Jesus cried out those words at about the ninth hour, which is about 3 p.m. And by that time, he had been on the cross, nailed to that cross for about six hours. Mark chapter 15, verse 25 tells us that Jesus was crucified in the third hour, which is 9 a.m. And from 9 a.m., from that time up to the sixth hour, 12 noon, Jesus was being, Jesus was experiencing the wrath of mankind, while at the same time, he was addressing the needs of mankind. As we heard before, he prayed for those responsible for his crucifixion. He had given the repentant thief the assurance of his salvation, and he had arranged for the, by the, for the Apostle John to take care of his mother, Mary. The text tells us that from the sixth hour, which is 12 noon, until the ninth hour, 3 p.m., there was total darkness over all of Israel. At that time of the day, when the sun should have been at its brightest, there was darkness instead. And it was in that darkness that God's wrath was poured out on our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For three hours, something he had never experienced before, he experienced. That's a total disconnect from his father. And before that time, in the darkness, Jesus did not speak any words whatsoever. He was silent during that time, that three hours. But now he began to speak again. That caused a total disconnect that he felt from his, because of the uh, wrath from his father, create intense emotional pain. And it's out of that pain that he made that statement. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Jesus did not come to earth just to die for our sins. He came also to teach us how to live the Christian life here and now. So even with his dying words, he was teaching us and modeling for us important principles for living the Christian life and following him. So what lessons can we learn from this, the fourth statement from Jesus from the cross? Three things. First, we learn that we must have a personal relationship with God. We must have a personal relationship with God. We must individually be able to say that God is my God. God is my God. For God to be your God, you must have a relationship with him through his only begotten son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 
Jesus said that he is the way to the Father in John 14, verse 6. John chapter 14, verse 6. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the light. No one, no one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus is the only way to have a personal relationship with our Heavenly Father. Jesus emphasized the fact that we should have a personal relationship with God by, re by repetition. He said, my God, my God. Repetition in the Bible is often is always for emphasis. Can you say that today? Are you sure that God is your God? We have to all be able to say yes. How is your God? How can you make him, how can you make sure that he's your God? The Philippian jailer asked Paul that question and received the answer in Acts chapter 16, verses 30 and 31. Acts 16, 30 and 31. It says, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said to him, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved, you and your household. Romans 10, verses 9 and 10 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So we have to make sure before the time of trials come that we, each one of us can say that God is my God. You have to make sure before the dark clouds come that you can say God is my God. Secondly, we learn that we must trust God even when we cannot perceive him. We must trust God even when we cannot perceive him. We must walk by faith and not by sight. For God, after God's wrath was poured out on Jesus, he could not feel the presence of God as he had done in the past. The fellowship that he had enjoyed with his father, especially over the last three years, the three years of his earthly ministry, that fellowship was severed for the first time. Jesus, God has forgive, forsaken him, but Jesus still acknowledged God as his God. He couldn't see God or feel God, but by faith, he still proclaimed that God was his God. So too, when we are doing what God has called us to do and we are overtaken by adverse circumstances, when darkness seemed to surround us and we cannot feel the presence of God in our life, still proclaim him as my God. No matter what the condition, we must always be able to say, God is my God. It's always to say our God. It's good to say our God, but we need a personal relationship before we can say our God. We need to say my God. It is not about feeling. It's about knowing and believing knowing and believing walk by faith not by sight thirdly we learn from this statement to love god more we learn to love jesus more we learn to love jesus more how so you may ask because jesus experienced abandonment by god he knows firsthand how devastating that is so he has guaranteed that we believers will not experience abandonment ever. In Matthew 28 verse 20, the last part of that verse, 
he gave that assurance to the disciples. He said, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. I am with you always. The disciples were not, no, they weren't going to live to the end of the age. So that promise is passed on to us and to all Christians to the end of the age. Jesus will be with us always. Second Corinthians chapter 1, verses 21 and 22. Second Corinthians chapter 1, verses 21 and 22 says, Now he who establishes us with you is Christ, and has anointed us is God, who has sealed us and given us the Spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. God has sealed us and given us the Spirit as a guarantee. That's repeated in Ephesians chapter 1, verses 13 and 14. Ephesians 1, verses 13 and 14. It says, In whom you also trusted, after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance, until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. God has sealed us with his Holy Spirit and has guaranteed that we will, he will be with us until we go to him or until he comes back for us, whichever comes first. The more we understand what Jesus did for us, the more we love him. He bore the wrath of God for our sins and experienced abandonment by his father for us. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse 21 says, for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Oh, how we love him. That's what the song said. Oh, how we love him. Why? Because he became some for us. We should say hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. What with grateful hearts this morning, we can say thank you, Jesus, for paying a debt that we that you did not owe, so that we could have a righteousness that we could never earn. Thank you, Jesus, for the blessed assurance you have given us that you will never forsake us. So we will never have to say, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So to follow Jesus, we have to be sure that you have a personal relationship with God. You have to trust God even when you cannot perceive him and love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Amen? Amen. I'll hand you back to Pastor John now. Hello again, it's Pastor Roderick, and I hope that you were blessed by this message. If so, please subscribe to our podcast for more updates and to stay current with what God is doing in our ministry. You can also partner with us and give to the ministry by texting BGTFI to 77977. That's BGTFI to 77977. Visit our website at BGTFI.us for more information. Thanks and God bless.